Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU. Welcome to the mixtape. Another new mixtape this week, finishing up Rocktober with masked rock bands. Rock bands who dress up in costumes on stage. It's sort of perfect for Halloween, I think. And we're going to kick it off with Slipknot. Slipknot is from Des Moines. Lots of lineup changes early on, but most of us know them after the addition of Corey Taylor in 1997. They've historically been a nine-piece. Slipknot wears a lot of masks, and it sort of takes the spotlight off of any one member and lets fans lose themselves in the music, as it were. The masks also help with privacy, of course. They started with Sean. He wore the clown mask to practice, so of course he became clown. Early on, the band tried different costumes. Uh, They have evolved a lot through the years. Corey was even a priest at one point. Take that ghost as if you invented it. Eventually, they began wearing those numbered barcoded jumpsuits, as you will recognize from their first release and their first tour. Lots of good costumes here. There's gas masks. There's skulls. There's white with black stripes like demonic China dolls. The late Paul Gray wore the pig mask. There's the Cyrano de Bergerac mask, the zipper mouth, the pinhead, some sort of scary knight, all kinds of great costumes and all sorts of absolutely kick-ass metal music. So on this mixtape, it's masked and costumed bands, and we might as well start off pretty badass with Wait and Bleed. This is Slipknot on the Masked Bands mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. I felt the rise up in me. And clear the stone of leaves I wonder out where you can see Inside Michelle I wait simply I felt the air rise up in me
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape. A little Alice Cooper for you. Delightful. So that song, Feed My Frankenstein. Let's get a little literary for a second. Frankenstein is a novel about Victor Frankenstein, a scientist who builds a monster in his lab. Yes, the scientist is Frankenstein. The monster is not Frankenstein. Mary Shelley was 18 when she wrote Frankenstein. Alice Cooper was 43 when he wrote Feed My Frankenstein. It's from his 19th solo album, Hey Stupid, released in 1991. But in 1992, Alice and this song were featured in Wayne's World. If that wasn't claim to fame enough, there are some guests on this song. Joe Satriani, Steve Vai on guitar, Nikki Six on bass, Elvira is on the track too. Delightful, wonderful, Halloweeny. Alice Cooper famously wears makeup on stage, those kind of iconic black tracks of makeup streaming down his face delightful. This week we are talking about bands, rock bands in particular, who wear masks or costumes on stage, and we get to move on to the super beast himself. Yes, that's right. It's time to talk about Rob Zombie. Oh, how I love Robert Zombie. Rob Zombie is a musician, director, producer, all-around badass. He was in White Zombie for four albums, then went solo and has made many, many more. Few cool Rob Zombie facts for you. As a kid, Rob Zombie's parents worked in a carnival. His brother, Spider One from Power Man 5000. And before White Zombie, he was a production assistant for the series Pee Wee's Playhouse. I love all of that so much. And it explains so much about Rob Zombie. In person, little flex here. He is a very, very nice guy. We had long conversations when he was touring here in the early 2000s about our pugs about rock music, and about horror films. He's wonderful. Rob Zombie has made so many songs that would be perfect for a Halloween-style mixtape, but I want to talk about his look for just one second. It has evolved over time. Those signature dirty, grayed-out, zombie-style dreadlocks. His wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, an actress, model, and living dead girl herself. Everything about Rob Zombie says, yes, I wear this costume on stage, but also... I kind of just wear it in my life, and I love it, and this is who I am. So let's get into a Rob Zombie track that I think is perfect for Halloween. It is Super Beast. This is Rob Zombie on the Masked Mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU. That was Deadsy. Ooh, I love that song too. Ah, I love this mixtape so much. I'm Casey, and our mixtape this week is Masked Bands, particularly because it is Halloween, folks. And if you're getting ready to go out trick or treating, whatever this evening looks like for you, maybe you put on a costume like these bands do. Deadsy is an industrial band. They are from LA. They are known for their costumes that they wear, sort of this um, school kid jacket thing, but each band member has a 
signature color, stage name, and graphic that ties to the larger band's theme. You can't talk about Deadsy without talking about Elijah Blue Allman, who is the lead singer of Deadsy. He is the son of Cher and Greg Allman. His stage name for Deadsy was P. Exeter Blue. For a short time, Jay Gordon from Orgy was uh, helping the band out a little bit when they first got signed, but the, the biggest deal for them was their album Commencement, which came out in 1999. So the vibe of Deadsy is like almost proggy, but there's not as much screaming as a lot of the other industrial bands at the time. There was something more melodic and 80s referenced and almost late 70s prog, yes, yellow, that kind of thing. Like you can really see the reflections out of those kinds of musical influences. They do an excellent cover of Tom Sawyer, Russia's classic Tom Sawyer. The song we just heard was called Key to Gramercy Park, which is the first track off of Commencement. So there's a lot of ways to do costumes in rock music. And I think you could probably make the argument that every band has stage wear that they put on. But the bands we're playing today are more than that, more than just, oh, I put on my coolest clothes to come on stage. They are full on costumed bands, some of them more in characters like Dead some of them scary for shock value entirely, people like Alice Cooper and Marilyn Manson, where there's no larger theme other than just like freaking your parents out. Now, if you're going to talk about costumed bands, you really do have to address Kiss. And I know we just played Kiss a couple weeks ago, but I can't keep Kiss off of a masked or costume band list. So here we go again with Kiss, but we're going to do a different song. Kiss styles themselves as comic book style characters. The Star Child, the Demon, the Spaceman, the Catman are the quintessential Kiss lineup. There's a few others like the Fox, Eric Carr, who was in the band in the 80s, and the Anka Warrior, Vinnie Vincent, who was also in the band at around that same time, that early 80s. And I do think it's notable that the Catman character was originally Peter Chris, but is now Eric Singer. The Spaceman role, originally played by Ace Frehley, now is Thomas Thayer. Anyway, the costumes are a huge part of what Kiss does, so while this song is not particularly spooky, just wait until you lock eyes with Gene Simmons. This is Detroit Rock City on the Masked Mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU, The Masked Mixtape, and that was Mushroom Head. If you were not a metal fan, you may not have heard of Mushroom Head. They formed in the early 90s, a 92-93 type area in Cleveland. Their sound is metal, it's industrial, but they are really known for their masks. They have been accused many times of stealing uh, Slipknot's whole vibe because they wear masks, much like Slipknot, so people will say that they ripped off Slipknot. I guess I would just offer in a very kumbaya way, masks are not original to Slipknot and all art is derivative. So while there is such a thing as ripping off another band, I wouldn't be too worried about it. If you like Mushroomhead, like Mushroomhead. If you like Slipknot, like Slipknot. And knowing a lot about both bands, I think they both have a lot of merits and you can like both things. You don't have to choose a side, people. In this great time of polarization, you can like both Mushroomhead and Slipknot. (laughs) Our mixtape this week is rock bands who dress up in masks and costumes because we are all costumed tonight on Halloween. From the face paint of Alice Cooper to the masks of Mushroomhead, masks, masking, costumes are a frequent theme in rock music. Today's band you have probably never heard of, but I'm excited to share them with you, and they're called the one and only People Mover. The band is a trio spelled P-P-L-M-V-R, if you are trying to Google it. So they dress like yetis, different colored yetis. Not the cup, the abominable snowman. The white one is Snowball, the black one is Capo, the brown one is Q. Not to be confused with uh, how we refer to Q. The brown Yeti from the one and only People Mover is not Q, okay? (laughs) Do not tweet me about this. They are Sasquatches, not conspiracy theorists. Maybe they're both. I mean, it is possible to get sucked down a rabbit hole on Facebook, even if you are a Sasquatch. Hard to type, though. So a Sasquatch is an ancient species who evidently dislike vowels and the one and only people mover are their representatives. Many people speculate that they are in fact members of the punk band Brand New. Others, probably more accurately, think they're a collection of musicians who have been associated with lots of big solo acts who formed a band, a la Toto, in full Yeti gear. The production is slick. They have lots of industry connections. They got on really big bills. So I don't know if it's because they are actually musicians that were in other bands or if it's just because it's such a weird novel idea to see three Yetis rocking out. No matter what, it's very fun and we're playing it now. This is the one and only People Mover and the song People Mover on the Masked Bands mixtape. It's Halloween on 90.3 KRNU.
KRNU. It is the Halloween mixtape because today's Halloween. I hope you guys are going out trick-or-treating. We are playing a mixtape full of bands in full costume for you. That was Hollywood Undead. Hollywood Undead, uh, Hollywood is their hometown, Undead, because they were trying to revive a dead music scene. So they set themselves apart. They thought the masks would look cool. You got Charlie Scene with the bandana over his face. You got the pleasure pain mask. You got a gold funny mask. You got the red eye mask. They wear masks, guys. They have a very f*** you kind of attitude. It's sort of the deal with Hollywood Undead. They're sort of an extension of bands like Linkin Park, just with a little bit more of a uh, middle finger sort of attitude to everything. Hollywood Undead. It's fun. Just go with it. Speaking of fun, just go with it. I've said on this show before, I don't really believe in guilty pleasure music. I think all music is a pleasure and you shouldn't be ashamed of what you like. And this is all to set up the fact that I'm about to talk about the Insane Clown Posse. Insane Clown Posse, often abbreviated ICP, is a rap group from Detroit. There's rock stuff in there. There's horror core. They're very campy. Members are Violent J, Shaggy 2-Dope. You call ICP fans Juggalos or Juggalettes. There is an annual convention called the Gathering of the Juggalos. And last I checked, the FBI considered the Juggalos a terrorist group, which is absolutely insane. If you see ICP in concert, you will get hit with Fago, which is uh, soda. ICP have had their fingers in marketing for a very long time. They've had relationships with wrestling. They've made movies and all sorts of like merch. You can buy ICP anything if you are interested. The origin story of the band is really about the Dark Carnival. And the albums, particularly the early albums, the Joker's cards, were all in reference to the Dark Carnival. So first, we introduce the Carnival of Carnage. Then comes the Ringmaster, another character in the Carnival. Then comes the Riddle Box. Then comes the Great Malenko, which is when Disney-owned Hollywood Records purchased them. They had a bit of an issue there. You know, Disney plus the Great Malenko equals what? Then we have the Amazing Jekyll Brothers, Bizarre Bizarre, The Wraith, and lots of other sort of like post-Joker's card deck albums. They have famously had feuds with Eminem, Twisted, who used to be on their record label. They will have a feud with anybody who wants to have a feud with them. They are famous. They are infamous. And if you love them, you love them. And if you hate them, I'm going to gently say you haven't listened closely enough. I am a professor advocating for listening to the Insane Clown Posse today. And with that, here we go, guys. Play an ICP on the radio. This is Hocus Pocus. It's 90.3 KRNU, the masked mixtape. Juggling, 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 juggling
the masked mixtape. We finished this masked mixtape with my favorite masked band, Guar. Guar rocks so hard they cannot be contained by the earth. They are interplanetary awesomeness. They are gross, hardcore metal, horror core, all the different kinds of core. They're Guar core. They have their own kind of core, and it's Guar core. Their costumes are that of interplanetary warriors. They're scum dogs of the universe. They came to Earth. They got to know the animals, which created humans. I'm not going to fill in the blanks on that. Guar considers humans the most annoying of races, and I kind of have to agree here. So now they are trying to destroy the Earth with rock. We've got giant horns. We've got jaws of death. We've got warriors and spikes and all kinds of exaggerated human body parts. We've got fake blood. So much fake blood. They're so violent and so sexual that it's like not even gross. It's hilarious. Guar is the best. This has been a fantastic mixtape full of bands who wear masks on stage in honor of Halloween. And I hope you're out getting candy. Maybe you're listening to this mixtape on Spotify a little early doing some pre-gaming. Halloween pre-gaming is where you eat all of the good candy, like the Reese's before the kids come, and then you give them the Swedish fish and the Sour Patch Kids. Happy Halloween. Stop it with the pennies and the fruit and the pencils. Just give the kids what they want, man. We can all eat a salad tomorrow. Happy Halloween. It's the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Interrupting all programs. Or a fuse.